it's just like by the numbers, <laughs> like shipping services, grocery stores, all of that shit. Like Dorona has to be on some of this shit. Oh, you know, you know. Yeah. But I find and some comfort just... in the fact that it takes like three days for packages to get to my spot if it's not from Amazon. Come. Oh, in the fact, yeah, that it's taking longer rather than shorter. Yeah, exactly. That yeah, for the first time, I be I'm cool about that shit too. I'm like, okay, two weeks out. That's exactly the time <laughs> it takes for the shit to die. I'm cool with that. And it's funny as hell that uh, Danny Ocean, like pretty much the whole idea behind the plots was uh, Benedict took his bitch. He's like, yeah, about to- <laughs> He's hit all your casinos. That is true. Anyone, yeah, just one or back. That's that's tight that they were like straight to the point with it because the sign of a bad movie is like by the end of the third one, you would have finally got her or some shit. It was like, nah, like you <laughs> snagged this casino and his bitch <laughs> like 45 minutes in. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now nah, I'm with you. Those are some classic movies, like all three of them. The second two, like I know people said they fell off after the first one, but I fucked with all three of them. Yeah, I might just run all of those. They used to like I I remember that was the sign of like a good TV day when like they just ran a marathon of those on TBS or some shit. Hell yeah! I was disappointed. I just got into the Fire Stick world, and I like I just started building a list of movies I want to have, and I just looked up like a list of the best gangster movies and shit. But like the subtitles are so off. I can't even like pair that with what's being said, so it makes it pointless. That's like I can't watch stuff. any, I can't watch any foreign films on that shit. And those would be like most of the best ones. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of, especially like Korean movies. It's a lot of cold Korean movies. Yeah, spe- yeah. For the, I feel like the main movies I see that are uh, foreign are like gangster movies, so I know for sure they got that shit. Like way better down pat than America does, but I'm sure they have a whole bunch of other stuff. They probably have way better comedy too, which would be weird because you'd think like America has the best comedians on an individual basis, but like we just make very shitty movies for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Damn, that's a good point. They probably like the individual comedians probably aren't anywhere near as funny as the American comedians, but yeah, the but their fucking writers could probably yeah. just like yeah. cobble together better shit. Cause shit, like, even, do you be or what you gonna say? I was just gonna say even Parasite. Like Parasite is a funny ass movie. Yeah, like with that movie, and it was clearly like not even the driving force behind it. It was like so low on the totem pole of yeah. what was important about the movie, but it still ended up being like. It's, that's, like, one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long time. Yeah. 
like maybe not the funniest, but definitely up there. Yeah. But like yeah. I was gonna when like isn't it haven't you heard like people say like yeah this person grew up to like be a comedy writer or whatever and this and that but like they weren't even that funny in high school that feels like that's like the story for a lot of the like writers in big comedy shows and stuff i feel that i feel like I don't know if it's if it's international, but I feel like American comedy, like American mainstream comedy, is more on like not how funny it is, but how they can appeal to people's existing knowledge base, like what type of references and callbacks, yeah, and shit like that they can make. Damn, that is true. It's like not, yeah, it's not even about like motherfuckers are just like laughing about the fact that they're in tune and they can relate. Hell yeah. Like, like they don't even care that... That is... Damn. Because you didn't even, like, realize that until the internet and you just, like... Like, when you see the way people insult each other and shit and, like, laugh at... You realize people are just happy to, like, be involved. Yeah. And, like, they don't care about the execution as much. I feel like even we fall victim to that sometimes. Like if somebody makes an unfunny joke, but about some obscure piece of culture that we know about, that shit is way more funny than it would be to anybody else. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I guess to a certain degree, if you're just getting people who can pull on like enough, I guess mainstream for lack of a better term, references that people can feel like make them feel homely and shit and that's comedy that's how i feel about donald glover like i fuck with donald glover as a person but in terms of comedy Mm -hmm. i don't think he's funny at all i don't know i feel like it's hard to make atlanta without being funny unless he's like unless the writer does he have like Oh, you just forgot he was responsible. Well, not responsible, but like a part of his early career, like Community, and then I know he wrote for Thirty Rock and SNL for a while. (coughs) And like his early stand-ups, in my opinion, weren't that funny. But nah, Atlanta just takes away that whole statement. I forgot about Atlanta. Yeah, it it feels like it's been eons since that shit been on TV. That's basically like that's part of the reason why I've been so thirsty, like looking for. newish black comedy show. Southside's been like the best option I've found thus far, for real. Did you end up watching any of it? Nah, I, I tried to get into it, but um, Comedy Central was trying to get me to sign up for their subscription service or some shit, so I'm gonna have to bootleg yeah. it. I'm gonna have to bootleg it and watch it and get back to you. Yeah, I've I've been watching that on the Fire Stick. It's pretty funny. It's like it's I don't know. It's it's like the more you watch it, the more it like peels away at what you initially thought it was gonna be like. Cause like I just in part because so many comedy shows, especially ones involving black people, like of late have just been corny and bad. So like your expectations are low and you're like waiting for them to be corny and like waiting for them to like adhere to basically what the standard is and they don't so it's tight yeah i feel that i feel like i forget the nigga's name the creator of blackish 
I celebrate his success, but I feel like he kind of ruined mainstream black comedy. I forgot his It's not. Anthony Anderson didn't create Blackish. Did nah, he? it's, um, hold on, I'll look it up. But like, cause he's super successful. He's probably like the most successful black TV creator. But it's yeah. just like, back in the day, if you made black comedy, you were kind of blackballed. Kenya Barris. Okay. Like, think about Friday and, and stuff like that. Or like the, the Wayans Brothers or Martin. Yeah. That stuff was kind of like, it was mainstream, but it was really only for black people. Like, they couldn't really break into the uh, the white audience like that. But I feel like yeah. blackish just made white people want to watch black comedy. Yeah. And if uh, I'm trying to think, I feel like we've talked about this a billion times, but it's just because it doesn't like change at all, obviously. But like I don't, I can't remember the last time where it was like there are several funny black TV shows on at once. Like that yeah. has to be like mid two thousands or some shit. Shit, maybe earlier than that. I feel like it's always just been one at a time. Yeah, like one really funny one. Yeah, I know it's not black, but Dave is pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah, that shit, I, I wasn't expecting it to, like, turn into serious shit. I thought it was just going to stay kind of funny the whole time, but yeah. it did not. Yeah, it gave me a new respect for him because I never really fucked with him at all. Yeah, I definitely remember, like, seeing him rap and being like, this nigga can rap. Yeah. And I feel like. At least relatively, he didn't rap about being white as much as yeah. a lot of other people do, which is like show you how much white people rap about being white because that nigga still raps hella about it. But he's like, he's a talented guy. He's definitely talented. The one that caught my attention was that Sway freestyle he did. It was like eight minutes or something. And it yeah. Was all- oh, yeah. Was that like four or five? Years ago, or something. I think so, yeah. And it was all super written, but I feel like that's just the type of artist he is like super meticulous writing. Like, it might take him a couple months to write a song, but that shit will be a hit. Yeah, I can't hate it. Yeah, but yeah, hopefully that shit turned into a. I don't even know if I, it needs to be like a long running show, but yeah, if it can just be quality and be funny, I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm curious to see because I was talking to some of my friends about it who are like bigger Lil Dicky fans, and they said the first season pretty much mimicked his real life story. Like, there are definitely some fictional pieces to it, but for the most part, it's just what he went through. So, I'm interested to see like when he starts blowing up a little bit, what that looks like. That's huh? True. Damn, I didn't think about that. I thought he was like just making like a parody of a general white rapper and like slapped his own name on it. Yeah, that's kinda. what I thought too. That's what I, that's exactly what I thought. Huh. Yeah. I I I was about to say like I I could like go back and read to see like what matched up with what, but I'd be lying if I like <laughs> gave a fuck about what like, that's I what I'm saying. Origin story. I'll just watch season two and see how this shit unfolds. 
but yeah. I think the coolest piece to him is that he left a corporate job. I don't know exactly what he was doing, but he like went to college, got a job out of college, and after mm-hmm. a couple years, was just like, I'm over it. I think I want to be a rapper. Yeah, that is smooth. Yeah, yeah. Between him, Atlanta, and now me watching Southside, those are like the three TV shows that I know of that I find funny. I think there's probably some other shit out there. I'm trying but, to think. There's got to be. I feel like I've watched something funny recently. I guess it's just YouTube stuff. The YouTube that's content. The, yeah. Yeah. Wait, who do, who do you be watching? Because I, I don't necessarily have, like, the biggest selection of YouTube people. I'm a fan. So I have a pretty, like, I, anybody who starts to gain traction, I'll check out just to see. So I like mm-hmm. all the black ones. Like, Drewski is funny. Ha Ha is one of the obvious ones. Uh, like, Fat Boy. I haven't checked for him in a minute, but he used to be funny. But then there's also some white comedians that I like, like... Uh, there's this channel called Vlog Creations, and it's it's this guy who just does. You know, you ever seen the show Impractical Jokesters? It's like middle aged white okay. men who just it's like truth or dare, but just dare, and they just dare each other to do stuff. I've like, only, I feel like I've only heard about it, but I've heard about it a lot. It's kind of like that where this guy just comes up with an idea like once a week. He just like spends the whole day doing funny shit to people like. He'll walk around putting hot dogs in people's pockets like stealthily <laughs> and then recording them till they find it. It's <laughs> like looking at, the, <laughs> at their perplexion yeah. on it. Or like he has a um, one of his female friends is she has one arm. And so he'll have her walk on the beach. And whenever she makes eye contact with somebody, just walk up to him. Like, you think you're better than me because you got two arms? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you walk around on the beach with two arms? And just I- see seeing their reaction. Little stuff like that. It's it's real lighthearted comedy. Yeah. Wait, what's his name again? The channel's called Vlog Creations. Oh, yeah, Vlog Creations. I feel like I might know of the girl with one arm. It's not that that duck girl. It's not. Oh, it's not. Wow. That's a bad move. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Isolate them one person. Yeah, we all yeah, have yeah. our yeah. yeah. The uh, social media comedians definitely outweigh like sitcom TV comedians. Yeah, it's not even close. It just, it just, of course, will always be tight to have like some sort of way that they could make content in like twenty-one minute spurts So like even ten minutes. Hell yeah. I know uh, I need to watch more of uh, the RCDC world stuff because, like, I just see the clips he posts on Twitter and stuff. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. His shit is pretty funny. It's funny that he frames. Like, I I haven't seen a ton of his videos, but the ones I have seen, he just frames everything in the reference of, like, a football practice. So it's, like, how cop training must be or, like, how Chick-fil-A employee training must be. Oh, yeah, (laughs) yeah. The fucking, uh, who is that? The FedEx or UPS that, like, just leaves the packages hella fast. Bro, that's all of them. I feel like they really, they drop that shit, knock on your door, and sprint away. US, USPS is hella slow. I always catch theirs. <laughs> I think it's real slow. But, yeah. 
FedEx in them. Speaking of packages, like, what is your protocol? Do you, like, wipe at the door or, like, you just don't give a fuck? Or, like, I, I just wash my hands after I open the package. Yeah. Because it's not going to be, if I, like, first of all, and this is, bro, we don't know anything, but what I've read is that the virus doesn't survive on surfaces for as long as we initially thought. It's mostly, like, airborne, like, when you're around people who are breathing and coughing and stuff. Mm -hmm. But on top of that, even if it's on the surface of the package, once I open the package, it's going to be straight. Yeah. My shit is, like, I open the package, and then I wash my hands, and then I grab the shit, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Cause I, I feel like the pack is just like by the numbers, <laughs> like shipping services, grocery stores, all of that shit. Like Dorona has to be on some of this shit. Oh, you know, you know. Yeah. But I find and some comfort just, in the fact that it takes like three days for packages to get to my spot if it's not from Amazon. Come. Oh, in the fact, yeah, that it's taking longer rather than shorter. Yeah, exactly. That yeah, for the first time I be I'm cool about that shit too. I'm like, okay, two weeks out, that's exactly the time <laughs> it takes for the shit to die. I'm cool with that. Hell yeah. And I'm fucking with all sorts of goddamn like like smaller designers and shit. So they be taking like two months to ship shit out. Hell I'm yeah. like, all right, that's fine. Me and Shay just caught our first uh, FTP drop. And that shit. Okay. I think the drop is years in the making or some shit. Hell yeah. I think they dropped on late May. It might have been like May 30th. And I just got the my the entirety of my shipment yesterday. Damn. Late May. Yeah, damn. They're like a somewhat larger company. Yeah. That's wild. But yeah, it's some, um, especially with them like smaller companies. It's People like I seen baby mother because she's like making uh, oils and shit, and like something got fucked up with her manufacturing like in April, so she still hasn't shipped shit out to some people, and they're like bitching at her. That shit sucks. Yeah, that shit does suck on both ends. Yeah, like I, I complete, I understand both sides. Like, if you buy some shit, you'd like it to be there like, within three months or so. And you'd also, like, not want your process to get fucked up, because I'm sure she doesn't want to have, like, a bad reputation. What type of what type of oils is she selling? Like, hair? Uh, It's, like, body oils. I'm not, like, completely privy to all that shit, but it's, like, you know, like, I think body oils and some other shit. Like, I think she makes soaps. Damn. Stuff like that. Damn, that's hard. Yeah, I'm like, caught me some people be saying it smells good. I could imagine, like, I haven't taken a look at anything about it, but just off of who Baby Mother is, yeah, I she wouldn't make no stank shit. I exactly. feel like all she does is rap about stank, bitches. yeah, she wouldn't <laughs> that's really, that yeah, she's not here for that at all, yeah, that's it. Uh, these I have it feels like every day is like 
Thursday at 6 p.m. Yep. Every day. Like that's what it looks like. I can't t- I have no idea what time it is right now. Okay, three. We're not that far off. But it's just looked like this all day. Well, it'll be like just different tones of grayness outside. And shit. Oh, you're talking like about, it's about the weather. to be nighttime. Like how yeah. the sky works. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the fucking yeah, like the mood for sure. Like I I thought of like that's something I thought about a couple of days ago or whenever the last Thursday was. I was like, it always feels like Thursday. Just like Thursday nights or some people are like, ah, I should go out. Other people are like, ah, it's like, it's close to the weekend, but I should probably just stay in for a little bit longer. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what they all just run together nowadays. Yeah. Like, if you just look at different events that occurred this year, it doesn't make any fucking sense. (laughs) There was, like, no... One thing I've thought about constantly is, like, imagining, like, trying to tell myself in, what, I guess, early February, late January, that Kobe Bryant's death would not be the most important death this year. Like, I'd be like, what the fuck else could happen? Like... Does the president get assassinated? I feel like Donald Trump getting assassinated wouldn't even be as important as Kobe dying. But nah, not at all. Not even close, but, but yeah. So yeah. This year's undefeated as hell. Yeah. And it's like we haven't done a podcast in Eon, so we have to do the whole like uh twenty twenty shit now. But like, nigga, what the fuck else are we gonna talk about? This shit is crazy. What you, what you mean, bro? 2020 been a great year. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> shit, bro. Like, in 2020 is, like, like, if you're not down bad in this shit and, like, you just taking this time to chill, like, you are kind of winning. Like, as yeah. long as you know, know people who are catching the Rona and, like, you're not financially just down bad in one way or another, like, this is kind of cool in some ways. But yeah, for real. Before I know black people been dying, but before the all the attention was brought to black civil rights this year, I was cool in the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. That's wild that it works that way. It's like nothing for real changed. We just like brought more attention to it, and now we not cool. Like we weren't even cool before, but like. That's some real, like, conscious awakening shit. Yeah, bro, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, the power of the revolution, like, swept up in this, like, beautiful. Like, God damn. That's just, like, a whole wall of stress we did not have on our shoulders. Yeah, bro, like, it's a like mind. a wall of stress that we've been working our whole lives to, like, not burden ourselves with. But now we're yeah. not really given a choice. Yeah. But it's also cool because niggas are, like, chilling more and have more time in between that shit. And I'm yeah. not even on front. Like, I've been out here on the front lines. I went to one protest. Yeah. But, like, I'm alive. And, like, God damn. Yeah, Attention. I feel that. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about it the other day off air, but I really went to that protest for myself. Like, 
I think that shit was purely to make myself feel better and like more emotionally oh, stable. No, you went to one. You went to one recently. It was. It had to be like a month ago. Like oh, three okay. weeks ago. Okay, so like early into it for real. Yeah, it was. In yeah. a, it was definitely during the heat of things. I respect anybody who's still out there. Yeah. But yeah, it was just like you just wanted to have your feet on the ground, and yeah. like, yeah, that's kind of what it was for me. And it was just like, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> the whole real. fucking, the whole entire time. And Not it's like, real. like especially the one I was at, it was just all, like damn near all white people. And it was like, this is cool. Yep. But I don't think that's how this is supposed to, like, that's not <laughs> supposed to look. <laughs> no, I like, feel you. But... And it's, it's like, it's supposed to look like that for them. And like, hey, it wasn't supposed to look like that in the sense that there's like, a, it was like bought out territory. Like it was basically like a rented parade that the police escorted for an anti-police march. Like, just like fundamentally, you're not getting anywhere with that out beyond showing unity. And unity is important. And like, that's cool. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's a valid point. It's a valid point. But I still, I feel like it's just nice to see support like getting out there showed up to the protest saw how many people was there instantly felt just like a, a little bit better but enough to make yeah. a difference and then after that i was like okay i feel okay I, we can leave whenever yeah it was like i don't even know if I, I i didn't feel okay either i don't i i didn't feel resolution for real it was just like like i'm here like how do I how do I find the march that like feels or seems meaningful or like what does that look like? How do you know it's happening like before it happens? Like that's why I salute so many people who are just like, I'm just gonna be here. I'm just gonna be here. Cause like if something happens regardless, like I'm gonna be there for it. I wanna be involved. I dig that. Yeah. Like the people who are like that and really do that. That's just yeah. not me. Yeah. Especially not in like Real shit, the first thing that came to mind, like, when I saw people, like, doing the organized side-by-side marching in droves is, like, bro, the Rona still exists, dog. Like, <laughs> it, eh. like I, I am not trying to catch the Rona out here. Yeah, I mean, niggas outside of protests, niggas feel like, uh, my family was telling me about, like, a, a Juneteenth block party downtown. Yeah, that and shit happened. Packed with no Dick. masks. Yep, that's exactly what I heard. Did they go? No, nah, I didn't go. I think maybe my sister wrote past it or something, or saw it on social media. Yeah, that shit. Like it's it's spiking, obviously, as it is everywhere else. But yeah, it's it's spiking back up here. And I, I can't even lie. I'm, like, getting to a point where I don't even know if I want to interact with people for real. 
because it's just like, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to just go back to chilling in the crib. Yeah, because, yeah, I, like, at first it was like, I can get away with not interacting with people. And it's like, okay, hang out with one person. And then it's like, damn, without thinking about it, especially with all the, like, random free time everyone has now, you're, like, fuck around and hang out with, like, three, four, five people in a week without, like, even noticing. It's like, granted, we aren't in big groups or nothing, and it could be one-on-one-on-one, but, like, all these different environments we're hanging in and then the interaction we're having, it's just, like, that's too much to keep up with. And then you find out the the person you hung out with on Monday tested positive. And so that yeah. just, like, throws the whole shit in, in a in a bind. Because, like, you might have got infected. You might have infected four other people. You never really know. Yeah. It's just, it's not worth it at all. That goddamn, it's, I don't know. It's It's something about, maybe it's Twitter specifically, but, like, being on that platform and seeing a firsthand account of either someone who dealt with that shit or like had a loved one die from that shit. Like all you need is just to see that shit. Like once every week or two to just like stay on your shit with this, like that's all I I get fatigued, but like, I feel like people just do not have the requisite fear that they need to have about this shit. Like even the people, even the people who say they get it and they take it seriously and shit. Like I know people who are like, I get it, and I, yeah, we should wear a mask and yeah, shit should be closed. But like they still don't fear it. Like niggas should fear it for real. I kind of think I'm in that boat, like, because I haven't seen any firsthand accounts. I've I've been trying to stay away from that stuff, but I'm to the point where it's like. Let me know when it's a vaccine. Let me know when we can go back outside. I'll just continue to stay in the house. I'll wear a mask when I go out. But I'm not about to be, like, looking at niggas crazy when they stand five and a half feet away from me opposed to six, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If social interactions are definitely, like, it's it's weird here because, like, people just are not wearing masks on the street. So it re- the only point of view I have is from a person who wears a mask and it just constantly feels like like you low-key being judged or like you're wilding. Yeah, like, that shit is weird. Yeah, like I was, I was just like walking. It was like walking by some old lady. And my thing is, just because it's not so strictly forced here and I can't breathe through my fucking nose, like, just pre this, I've never been able to breathe through my nose. So I don't put it on, like, if there's clearly a 100 yards between me and the next human or something. But, like, I'll pull it up, like, as I'm about to walk by one. And I walk by, like, an old lady, and she's like, come on, baby, I don't got the Rona, and you don't got it. We're both fine. And I'm like, shorty, like, that's just not how this works at all. Like, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> like that could those could be your dying words like you're old as fuck like just just the fact that it's I hope because I don't watch like channel 9 or whatever normal news I don't read newspapers I'd hope it's been emphasized that elderly are most vulnerable but like between 
like just interactions with old people there and like things I've heard through other old people. It doesn't feel like old people are taking this shit that seriously. And that's like the wild concern in part to me. Yeah, I think I know my grandma's taking it seriously, but I think it's crazy that it varies from state to state, region to region, like how people are perceiving it. Yeah. And even like week to week, like because when everything first started for Arizona, wasn't really taking anything seriously. Like we closed restaurants down and stuff, but people was at the grocery store with no mask, like traffic, traffic did not die down. I guess we're still out and about every day. But but now it's like everybody's taking it a little bit more seriously. Yeah. It it feels like it's just been on a constant decline here. Like shit, probably like middle of May or whatever. If you went out and you were walking or you were jogging or something, it felt like at least fifty percent of the people around would have masks on, but it feels like it just drops everything. Yeah. And there hasn't been like a like reemergence or like stores are announcing that they're actually going to close back down. Like I haven't heard about none of that shit, despite the clear knowledge that the cases are spiking again. Have you done when when cases when the curve started to flatten a little bit? Did you do anything that like? you feel like you shouldn't have done looking back? Um, not that I can think of, like, not for real. I haven't been to, like, any, the only spaces I'm in that are, like, somewhat crowded are, like, bike paths and running paths, but that's about it. Yeah, Have you? Just, I mean, the protests. Yeah. But, yeah, but that was that, for, a, for a greater cause, so I'm not tripping. But that's that, that's the good. thing, though. Like, I, part of me going to that fucking protest was like my uh, somewhat like falling in with the belief that like the Rona had subsided a little bit, so it was like safe to go out, even with a mask and shit, but like, nah. If if I had known, like, it was a spike again, I probably like, zero protests on my resume. But, yeah. I, you, can't, you can't, I mean, like, it was, it was worth it, you know, like, just to be there. But even though, in hindsight, maybe not the best move. Yeah, I think at the, at the end of the day, it was probably the right move. Like, even though it wasn't the best move, it was the right move. Yeah, it was right in that I knew I wanted to like be there to at least see what was up, and that that shit was probably gonna nag at me until I fucking. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I just did that shit. Yeah, and it was cool for what it was, and it was again, I probably talk about it or when I talk about it to people I sound like I'm poo-pooing it but it's not it's not the people's fault the people who were there with good intentions and shit and show unity like all that shit is great but yeah like you can't walk along a fucking path that the police are guarding for you in protest of the police it's just not how that works 
And that's not the only march there was. It's just like, I don't know. Um, one thing, one thing they did here was the fucking. Uh, they made the autonomous zone in front of the Duke Energy Center. Like that shit was pretty impressive. Like just to do that shit coming straight out of the city hall. Yeah, that was live. I didn't even realize they set one up in Cincinnati till a few days ago. My people told me about it. But the one in Seattle is crazy. Yeah, like, is that crazy, shit like still way. active? Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm like pretty sure it's... Oh, it's like the space is larger. The space is or... larger, but the, the uh, community population. is larger. Yeah, the population. Okay. And they started like setting up sustainability. Like they have gardens and and waste That's management smooth. and stuff like that. Yeah. I need to read yeah, I need to read up more on that. I'm pretty sure the one here shut down like a day in or so. But yeah. That, Cincinnati cops was not having that shit. Yeah. Like the it the protests like early when niggas were like shutting down the highways and shit, I feel like I feel like that's just the bread and butter right there. <laughs> like just keep doing that shit. I don't know. Yeah, that shit was cool to see. Just, just seeing people, cause that's really like, that's one of the biggest things that bothered me at the beginning was that a lot of people were so far removed from Black lives that they just didn't care at all and like didn't have any anything forcing them to care. But when yeah. when niggas are walking in front of you on the highway and you can't get to where you're trying to go, hell yeah, like, you don't have no choice but to care. Yeah, I feel like highways are kind of the spot but i'm this tactician and shit i have that's the thing like i don't i have very little idea of what should be going on like i just find out about shit like as it happens or after it happens yeah but like yeah it and everybody's just like at this point it's it's even like a way different vibe than it was like a couple weeks ago because there's this this weird like disconnect between like now the media is starting to getting tired starting to get tired of covering it but like it's still happening so it's like there's even a larger wall of fatigue for people that like they're trying to come over yep but yeah it's it's really it's like how much can I don't know it's all it's all about like because like as we talked about earlier, like there's this different energy and shit that everyone feels and shit. It's like how can you channel that shit or like keep it alive? And that's a good question because I really I really don't know the answer to that. But like yeah, like how can you channel it and like feel fulfilled? Like that I feel like that's a question a lot of people have had. And, like, I'd just be stuck on the couch not doing shit, asking yeah. myself that question all the fucking time. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, it's 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 great to see people trying, for sure. It's cool if to not, see people no. trying. It's, I feel, me personally, it's, it's difficult to, like, I've been trying to make sure I'm not hypocritical and in my beliefs, like not trying to police other people 
and how they feel just based off, based off of how I feel. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, the actions that they take as it right. pertains to this. Yeah. Yeah, I try not to be judgmental about any of this shit as long as people's intentions are, like, in the right place. But, like, yeah. I it's it's a it's a minefield because like because when I said that shit I'm like okay but I did not fuck with what J Cole did at all and it feels like his intentions were kind of in the right place I don't know right exactly that's the that's the exact yeah. same place I'm coming from so like, yeah it's it, so much it's fun so- to make fun of niggas but at the end of the day like you gotta look at people's intentions before you like start trying to yeah. get them out of here you know. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess that's my thing. Like, I don't, that's the, that's the disconnect for real is like, I personally don't give a fuck about getting anyone out of anywhere as long as they aren't like actually actively harming people and stuff. No, 100%. Like, me neither. Like, I'm not on Twitter tweeting like, we need to cancel J. Cole. I just mean like internally. Like, yeah, I don't want to, just for a person like myself, I don't want to think of J. Cole as a goofy-ass nigga just because of that whole situation. Like, I want to approach it like I, I see where he's coming from. I, I appreciate him trying. Yeah. But, like, that's also wrong. <laughs> like, it, it, it just... I, I don't know. It's like... Like, it really... It really does suck to like be in the position where like you're looking around at what some people are doing. Cause like that's, that's between me and you, like what we're dealing with is we're like not actively on the ground doing shit. As of right now, seems to be like one of the more, if not the most effective way people are like making action in mass. Yeah, but like at the same time, you can look at a lot of the flaws in that shit, and not necessarily the flaws in that shit. Just look at like how much long term payoff comes with that shit if it's gonna continue being orchestrated in the fashion it's being orchestrated. Yeah, and then it's like okay, but like you still don't have any alternatives. So, like, who the fuck are you to judge anybody trying anything? But it's like, nah, some of these motherfuckers are trying things that are, like, while their intent is good, like, the end effect is still potentially harmful and that shit gotta be nipped in the bud. Like, J. Cole, just as an example of that, but, like, there are a million other people who, like, speak up with positive intentions in their heart and just end up doing bad shit. But yeah, I, it, I guess all you can do at the end of the day is do what you think is right for lack of a better term. Or I think that's like a good a, way to put it. Way to sum it up, but yeah, like you really do just be in a fog out here every fucking day. Like, okay, so what do we do? Like, like donate petitions and all that shit and it's like I don't know 
It's like, or should I do I carry myself differently in public? It's like, nah, fuck that. Like, yeah. I, should I say something to to one of my friends who who says something a little off kilter that I didn't like, or am I overreacting because it's because it's so much yeah. less in the news? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like. Yeah, luckily I don't. I don't feel like I've really had to deal with that. Well, yeah, I had. I kind of have, but not like it never got like extreme or nothing. But it's yeah. I have no idea how to describe it because again, it it just feels more blinding. I don't know because like all of the same things are happening with the protests that were happening like a month ago and shit. But thankfully, I think people are doing less recording because there's so much surveillance going on. But at the same time, like that recording, it it really is a double-edged sword because some of that recording is so useful in like informing other people in different ways, different tactics on how to protest and shit like that or how to combat the police or whatever. So like, if people are to completely or come close to completely taking away that element, that could be an interesting, uh, an interesting side effect, I guess. A hundred percent. And I think protesting itself is a double-edged sword. Cause it's like the problem is a, the problem requires a paradigm shift and like, reform over years and years and decades but with the processing it's like corporations and corporations and people in power are like damn what can we do to make them feel like they receive justice now like so so all these people with power corporations even people without power on social media are like doing whatever they can to make it seem like the situation has been righted but that's not what we need at all. Like we need people over lifetimes to like, and it's not even just about black people. It's just about seeing others who aren't like you as like acknowledging that they're not like you, but seeing them as equals to you at the same time. And I just feel like removing the word master from shit is such a, such a (laughs) short term solution, but it's not going to make people start respecting others. This is going to make people stop using the word master. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's what all of this shit has been. And it's like, just, I don't, I don't know. Like on, on one hand, you kind of expect it. And it's like a tactic to obviously like, it's, it's such a, like, Oh my God! White supremacy is so tight and like just a structural <laughs> thing. Like they can just like there's so much just in those actions alone. Like a you just rile up all of these people. Like oh, we're just going so far. First they want rights, and now they just want all the fucking episodes and these random ass TV shows deleted from existence and all this shit. But like obviously there's that shit, and then there's like the fact that. I'm fried, and I forgot the second aspect <laughs> of it. But where you going to talk about like, the tactical about, uh, piece to it, like how organized they are? Is that where you were going? Oh, I'm gonna have to edit this shit because <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say like we, was, we podcast to now. Like I'm trying to hear what he about to say. 
Oh yeah, that's what the fuck it is. I'm tripping. Yeah, the the second thing is like from a psychological standpoint, like that shit makes you feel very defeated. <laughs> like you do all that march and you see all these people getting their eyes shot out, all these people getting shot after the fact on camera and all this shit. And then like that's the response. And like they they know that you know that it's shallow. <laughs> Like, and that's the response. Like, I don't know. It just feels like more flexing for a, it's like, it's like the same way police officers go OD, even though they know they're being videotaped. Like, they're just like, let's nice. do all of this silly shit that they know is silly for a fact. Like, no, they know nobody that cares about this shit, like, takes that seriously. Facts. It's but like it, in a uh, in an action movie when when you take the villain's wife hostage and put a gun to her head and it's like now what are we gonna do and then he shoots her and it's like nigga yeah. I didn't care <laughs> for real <laughs> that yeah. yeah that shit it 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 just it's just hard it, yeah like I I I'm trying to think of like I mean people. People getting arrested, these cops getting arrested and shit. That's like a great goal. But it's it's just not the be all end all. And like everybody knows that shit. And it's just like all of those other commandments or whatever that I guess not commandments, just like the demands that Black Lives Matter had. Like you can pressure people into giving up cops and getting them put in jail with protests but like as far as any of those other demands like that's when shit really really gets like difficult and we're at the wall we're at now and it's such a wall just because you have all those other cases where like they don't seem to be like budging at all on even giving up the cops so like you're still that's a symbolic battle to begin with, like just getting cops arrested because it's not changing with so much. And you're not even fully winning that shit. And people are losing their lives fighting for that symbolic battle that isn't even being won. Like it's just layers of like, just people pouring out energy, which is what a revolution is, like pouring out energy, but it, I don't know. It just all feels like, especially for people who are looking at this, like, legitimately as a long-term sort of thing, and, like, we're just going to be in a period of revolution from now on. Like, I don't know. I think it would behoove a lot of people to continue to just sit the fuck down and think, because I, I don't know. Because it... it because you really can get fatigued, like, pouring all of your energy into the shit. And, like, just for a lack of, I guess, just not being fragile about it. Like, a lot of these peaceful protests aren't going to change shit, like, when it comes down to it. And it's great to show unity, but, like, again, we're just talking. Unity is symbolic. These police officers getting arrested is symbolic. Like, none of that shit actually directly 
results in sustained change. And everyone knows that. But it's just like, if we continue to pour energy into that method of marching and continue to pour energy into like demanding that particular outcome, which is which is cops getting arrested for murdering black people. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. I, think- I, I feel like there's basically when you put so much energy into those two specific things, I feel like you just lose some ability to like strategize on the way other issues can be tackled because like as gruesome as that shit is and as it is like the issue that gets people riled up the most and for good reason just because of how visceral it all is but like again pouring too much energy into that shit could just not end up being good long term yeah and and I've people have been talking about the civil rights movement a lot and how it ended with the civil rights act and how all the peaceful protesting over the course of like a decade um, encouraged change. But I feel like nowadays it's way more nuanced than that because it's not just like racism and prejudice isn't super overt anymore. So it's not like we yeah. can just change some laws and make racism go away. It's like, how do you even begin to approach when when the consensus is that racism doesn't even exist. Or, like, maybe it's not the consensus, but that's something a lot of people believe. Yeah. So it's like, how do you make something that people don't believe exists and isn't out there in the open go away or start to change? Yeah. That's, that's of course, like, that's, like, why we are where we are and why, like, white supremacy has been so effective, like, post the original civil rights movement and stuff and it's like yeah I again how do you tackle all of those issues that like I guess the again like you were saying less overt issues in an organized fashion like you you almost can't <laughs> that's like kind of why they exist and why they haven't been dismantled yeah like it's that the organizations themselves uphold that shit yeah so, like, dismantling it in an organized fashion is kind of impossible. Unless you really <laughs> like, damn want to wait a very, 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 very long time. But, yeah. There's, like, yeah. We're trying to talk about this in a way where we can, like, put it out. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I didn't realize because I've I've talked about it quite a bit with people I'm close to and people I care about, but I didn't realize yeah. how hard this shit was to talk about when you know it's on air. <laughs> yeah, I I'm trying to talk about it in the way that people fucking talk about it, like yeah, like <laughs> I don't know. It's like there's one way out this shit. I think we made some good points, like. <laughs> in the middle of all the other talking that we've done. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, another another thing that concerns me, like, is obviously people throughout the course of this are, like, being exposed to different people who, like, 
aren't changing their ways or they didn't know were racist or prejudiced in one way or another. Like they're being exposed to those people and like they know those people exist and all that shit. And that's great that like there's an acknowledge of an opposition, but I really do feel so many motherfuckers like that are emboldened by this shit on the opposite side that like we just we don't see and they're out there. Yeah. And like it's it's to me it's it's not it's it's kind of the way Trump got elected. Just like obviously he didn't outright beat Hillary like in the popular vote and shit. Yeah. But just like the fact that he had enough of those people who you never fucking come into contact with. The people whose towns you'll never drive through over the course of your life. Like just non dots on the map. Like all of those people exist. You're never gonna see them unless you come see them. But they're there and like they're emboldened by this shit just like everyone who's pro black is emboldened by this shit. Yeah. And it's like I don't know. You it feels like there has at some point there has to be like another level everyone takes the shit to objectively like whatever that level is like the status quo has to continue to like shift forward if if it it's gonna be like a race war type situation or like that's basically what this is is like not necessarily white people versus black people versus da 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 but basically just pro black people versus mm-hmm everyone else so it's like a race war in that sense so it's like if if it's gonna be a long-term thing and you're gonna fight against those types of people like the type of people who got trump in the office the type of people who are just out here and like they're fucking lawyers and they're fucking in very high positions and they're on camera and they don't care about being racist. Like the fact that all of them don't care and they have that power. Like, I don't know, man, that shit is discouraging. <laughs> like it is. is like as much as you see the marches and shit, like the fact that you see like a lawyer or you see this, any, it feels like they're almost exclusively people in important positions who have like potentially said that, no, or rejected thousands and thousands of black applicants at whatever jobs they fucking are employed at. But like, like those are the people who are getting caught, and they still don't care. Like, there's just such the only the only tool that's ever like worked effectively, like consistently in times like this has been shame. Like that's what Martin Luther King's whole shit was with shame, and it's like. As much as you have all these people showing unity and shit, there's just so many people who aren't showing any fucking shame. And until you don't, until they start showing shame, like, you're not going to get beyond much symbolic change. Yeah. When you just end back up with all of us stuck sitting here thinking about alternatives and shit. but. But then at that point, what are the alternatives like if people in power don't care I, I mean really the only way I see 
and I felt this way since I was a little kid. Like my goal has always been to put myself in a position where I can be powerful and then like help shift power to black people. And I know that's not like the most original idea. I know there are tons of black people doing that right now, but I just feel like that's always been the most effective way to overcome oppression was to just like do whatever you can to place yourself in a powerful position and then do like place others around you in the same powerful positions. Yeah. Like within this existing society that that is like one of the more straightforward paths, like ideally within a capitalist society and shit, just every black person or like every out of every few black people, there's a black person capable of doing that. And then the wealth spreads like, yeah, I feel like that's almost every black kid at one point or another, like. I mean, like, not at one point. If you're a good person and you, like, want to do better for people in general, like, you've had some sort of thought similar to that. Yeah. If not exactly like that in terms of, like, the best way you could help contribute to ending oppression for Black people. But, yeah. It's like, and then, of course, you grow up and you learn their a billion more fucking barriers to that shit that you thought there were when you were a kid. And then you see all the niggas who have power and see how little they do with it and wonder why that is. And like, wonder if you want to get enough power to figure out why. (laughs) But yeah, it's, yeah, it's a lot, but it it really does treat it does trip me out like how fucking like crazy your mindset can change without anything actually fucking changing. Like I didn't think about that until you brought it up. But yeah. Yeah, just like just the way the news gives you information. And even if you're not watching like you said like Fox News or CNN or whatever, you're going to get news however you get it and that's it can definitely change your whole outlook like your whole day-to-day yeah i mean i get it it would be fucking very like small-minded of me to say simply nothing has changed like you you're seeing a whole like nothing nothing has changed on like a fundamental level but yeah like the visuals surrounding the shit that quote-unquote hasn't changed are like most certainly new like seeing white people getting their ass beat up by the cops like crazy, like, yeah, that shit's new. Like, beating up that old man, getting his head cracked wide open, and then Donald Trump saying that nigga was with Antifa. Bro. Flop, like, Anderson Vergel and that shit. (laughs) (laughs) That shit, bro, Trump is, like, he's beyond everyone's wildest dreams there's no one that's why and thank god like thank god it's not 2017 or like early 2018 and we finally gotten past the point of everyone just like making comedy about trump and shit because the whole fucking point was there's no reason to write comedy about a nigga who's like this like in and of himself like what is the fucking point of yeah. trying to write a joke about a nigga who goddamn 
I'm trying to remember. He's he's done some like he has like a power ranking of like the top ten nuttiest shit he just did like in the month. The list June is alone. far far too long to even. Just but one big June. thing is you heard about the um the Russians placing contracts on U.S. soldiers' heads. No. With, uh, with terrorist groups in the Middle East, yeah. So it's pretty much like a bounty system, like for every. U.S. soldier you guys kill will give you this much money. And the white, apparently, and this is all just stuff that I've read. I don't know. You know, like, this is a developing story, so more info might come out. But the White House knew about this in, like, twenty early 2019. But our relationship with Russia has been the best, not the best it's ever been, but the closest it's ever been for the last four years, you know? Yeah. It's like, and I don't even, I respect soldiers, but it's not like I care about the military that much, but it's still crazy that they're, they're placing bounties on Americans' heads and the, the White House is like, it's whatever. The Russians, those are our friends. I'm still like, and this is on the battlefield or some shit? Or like, well, how is this getting it's like, it's like a war crime damn near. Like, you can't, there are a lot of... I don't know the rules to war, but there are a lot of rules to war. Yeah. And you can't just kill people for no reason. Yeah. I, I can send you some more information on it. Yeah, because I can't... Well, I couldn't... Or I, like, read an read a article on it. But, yeah. So, like, okay, again, I'm going to just cut all this out because this is just me learning. But, like, the... So, like, Russian... Russians are, are they using Russian soldiers to pull off the hits? Or it's not known no, no, who no. they're using? They're using Middle Eastern terrorist groups. Okay, okay. Okay, that part. I think I missed that part. Yeah, that makes Let's sense. See. I'm trying to find just like a quick paragraph long synopsis of what's going on. In middle, okay. And like Middle Eastern terrorist groups that like aren't even on the U.S.'s radar per se, like exactly. ones that they're engaged in battling. That's great. Right. So the intelligence that surfaced in early 2019 indicated Russian operatives have become more aggressive in their desire to contract with the Taliban and members of the Haqqani Network, a militant group aligned with the Taliban in Afghanistan and designated a foreign terrorist organization in 2012. So they were contracting those two organizations to, to kill uh, U.S. troops. That's crazy. Just did they has the uh, motive been outlined yet? Just money. Just because. Oh, the Russian the Russian motive. I really don't know. Yeah, that's the part. I'm. I guess no doesn't. Yeah, I just Google more about that shit. That's interesting to say. Is, is it fucked up to you that sometimes, like, you'll just hear of, like, a very fucked up historical event and immediately think about how tight of a movie it could be? Like, just if it was uh, executed yeah, properly. That's, I feel like that's just natural. Yeah, because that's kind of what I did with that. That would be a fire movie. Yeah, that would be a super like, fire movie. I can't even hold you. It's disgusting. Like a movie, hopefully, 
this is all resolved in a good manner of some sort. But like, if they just did some sort of deep movie down the line of like uncovering all these hangings, like Bro, that's I don't even horrible. know if I would watch it honestly. Yeah, cause yeah, it is different now that we like actually be alive for shit. We can't even <laughs> like, like yeah, that's some shit our like granddaughter turns on and like hold on. I'm like, oh, sweetie, let me tell you about what it was really like. <laughs> yeah, in times type shit. Yeah, I can't. Man. That's another. That's another like surreal ass part about just like being alive right now is you really are walking in history. And it feels weird as fuck. Like, just based off standard elementary, the elementary through high school history knowledge, like, just all the events you're exposed to, like, the shit that's going on right now measures up with almost anything you read about, (laughs) if not surpasses it. Easily. Like, Bro, I couldn't have come world, up with this. World War Two, like, like the world wars are definitely up there, but I feel like this is like minus the death toll, which sounds kind of ridiculous to say, but just like centering it in different areas in terms of like cultural change and the way that humans interact with each other and shit. Like this, it just feels very singular. Yeah, like I, if you if five ten years ago you said make up the most wild scenario for twenty like realistic scenario you can for twenty twenty and lay out what the year looks like, I wouldn't have come anywhere close to any of this. Yeah, there's you couldn't have did it without like saying some fake shit. Yeah, like dinosaurs are gonna come back or something. Like <laughs> Daenerys I'm, Targaryen is gonna come through with her dragon. And, Yeah, I mean, like, I guess, like, if you predicted a war of some kind, like a mass war, but, like, I mean, and again, we're only, we're mostly speaking from, like, an American perspective and shit, but, like, in terms, as far as countries that haven't, like, had a period of being invaded go, like, this is some wild shit. Yeah. On a yeah, bro. mass level. Yeah, I, don't know. I, like I, I just keep thinking when when all the not the pandemic, but when the protesting and rioting started, I just kept thinking about how this is what uh, Charles Manson wanted. Like this was his plan with Helter Skelter, allegedly. Yeah. Kill some white people and then blame it on black people and then start a nationwide race war where like every major city would be under civil unrest, like people would be rioting and, and stuff in the streets. And that just sounded like such a stupid plan <laughs> at the time. Yeah. <laughs> but now that's exactly what's going on. Well, because I haven't like read up on his shit in a long time, but wasn't his like end goal so like there could be unrest and then he could emerge as the leader or exactly. some shit? He wanted yeah. like mass mass murder, so like enough for the population would be killed off, and he could restart and like use his cult family to repopulate and create government and stuff. 
Okay, so yeah, yeah, that's the element I forgot about. He was like, it wasn't just like some small shit. He was expecting there to be like ten niggas by the time it was all said. <laughs> <done>. Yeah, <laughs> he emerges from the rock and like runs shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, by the numbers, like it would probably just end up with white people slaughtering us and be all white people. Yeah. But I guess like Charles would still try his hand at ruling that shit too. But uh but yeah, like I this there's nothing you could have like predicted about this shit. It feels so weird because we got to do the whole like 2020 as wild shit. I really like when I get to, when you talk to other human beings, it feels like it's one of the only things you can talk about. Like, yeah, I don't even like talking about it, but somehow we've managed to have like an hour long engaging conversation about it. Yeah, because like it does, it's like. In every, it feels like at basically for me, it feels like at no point in my life has like unimportant shit felt more unimportant and fleeting. Like just on a mass level, it feels like you're just constantly reminded when you're doing insignificant shit that it is insignificant. Like you know that shit in the back of your head all the fucking time, but it feels like at no point in the world. Has it been more evident than now? Type shit. So it's like, it's like, even when you want to talk about normal shit, you know, like, you're no, you know, you're just talking about insignificant shit. I don't know. Yeah, that's a fact. It feels like almost like you're dodging. Like, if you have a conversation with somebody and y'all are talking about everything, but civil rights, race relations, and the pandemic, then it just feels like you're dodging topics. Yeah, because, like, what the fuck else you been doing? Like, unless you want to go into deep detail about, like, all the little activities you do while quarantine <laughs> and shit. But, like, yeah, that's all. That's really all life is. Like, you just sit around consuming shit about this shit and participating in one shape or form or another. And I don't necessarily hate it. It could be worse. Show could. I'm like but. not entirely unconvinced. Or I'm not completely past the idea that we exist inside of a simulation. Currently. Yeah. Currently. That's I don't know why, but I've just never gave a fuck. <laughs> right like, well, that's the thing is like even if we if we are or if we not if we're not our lives will be the same and that's the thing that makes me most feel like that that could be our existence and not shit will change if we know that that's our existence yeah because like when you when i think about that shit like the only room for adventure for me is like trying to escape some sort of third wall and like enter into this fucking control room where the niggas got all the fucking uh like controls for the simulation like that's the only way i could see it mattering is like if you somehow escape escape this realm but yeah otherwise you just kicking it it's like i think it brings me some comfort though like i'm just gonna assume we're in the simulation 
and nothing that we do really matters. We just all here existing for like data mining purposes. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> that's the element I never really got into. This data mining. Cause data mining like, in that. Well, just think about, and this is like just from the research I've done over the last four or five years, but what it would really look like is somebody like Elon Musk or some other tech um, mogul starts a company that just simulates events on a small scale, right? Mm-hmm. But then eventually, eventually they get to a point where they can create a universe and then just like place a couple like humans, but not real humans, like computer humans in that universe. And then like the technology is so smart at that point that they don't have to do anything. They just watch the humans do like learn or watch how they learn. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And then like, million or thousands of years later in simulation time but maybe a day later in real world time we get to 2020 and they have like a whole human existence worth of data points and then at the same time there are probably a hundred of the same exact scenario going on but different stuff happening then they can take all that and use that to improve quality of life outside of the simulations, you know? Damn. Yeah. That's it's kinda of, that's that's the thing I've been feeling is like Watchmen came right on time because like goddamn that whole con <laughs> it just feels like now. Like I might have to rewatch that shit because of how fire it was, but yeah, like that basically feels like the whole scenario you outlined if it were applied to today. Yeah. And I don't know, I forgot what that nigga name is, Doctor Whatever. Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, Doctor. I don't whoever Doctor Manhattan is. Yeah. And then he comes down with his dick hanging out, <laughs> and lead us to the way. What a flex. For real, there's no clothes, and he just happened to fuck everybody, as I recall the plot line. Man, you're yeah, that's that's <laughs> basically that's but like ending ending the Vietnam War was like little boy shit to him. Yeah, like his the scope of his power is so much bigger than that. For real, like. See, yeah, just seeing the way that whole show came together was crazy, and like how they just turned it into like a Big Bang Theory type thing. Yeah, no, that shit is hard. I hope they. Uh, I mean, I doubt they'll do a season two, but it would be live if they did. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't even know if they should. It it could end up being like that. True Detective type thing, like True, True Detective season one type thing. True, because like, was it season three of True Detective was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, I fucked with three, but two was pretty mid. Yeah, so like in total, would it have been better if 
True Detective was just like the one season and that's all it was known as. Even yeah, if you, like meant you miss out on a pretty good third season. Yeah, I think that w- that's a fair trade off. Like Yeah. So I can see maybe the Watchmen. Yeah, cuz like I, I that's another thing I need to watch is Chernobyl. Have you seen that? Nah, but I've heard it's I've heard it's good. I know kind of a little bit about the real life events, but I've heard the docu the docu series is super solid. Yeah, like I see a lot of people call that shit the greatest show of all time, just off of this Damn. one season. So it's like, yeah, maybe one season. I feel like mid- that really might be the fucking move. Like today's age, just like get this one season off. You have a good idea, don't fucking go crazy if it's tight we love it then go make another one but like don't pour water in the orange juice on this shit just because niggas fucking one season heavy no, that's but. a fact so i'm trying to think of other good one season shows i know they exist but i can't think of any off the top of my head there's that one hbo one i thought about a couple weeks ago uh or older. Nah, it was it was it was a while back. It was the nigga smoking foil in jail. He like doesn't he like do acid or something like with some girl, like murders her or like is accused or framed for murdering her or some shit. Damn, I don't think I've seen that one. Probably it was like that. a it was like a thing like in 2015, 2016. I think it was like a Middle Eastern dude was the main character. Think uh, Michael Mosaic. It might be is uh, Michael K. Williams in it. Oh no! Hold on. I just looked that up. That was one season, and that was fire. I feel like I've seen some other shit that was one season. It was fire. Uh, that one fucking show on Amazon Prime. Okay, I see what you're talking about. I've never seen this. I might have to go back and watch it. What is it called? The Night Of. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that shit. That shit was really good. That was like one of the first miniseries I got. When did that come out? Like 2016? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to definitely go back and watch this. Have you seen Devs? It's on Hulu. Dev, D-V-S, no. Yeah, it's uh, you should check it out. It's kind of like in a similar vein to Watchmen. It's like an existential, like tech mystery show. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it's a really good show. Yeah, I'm here for anything that's like Watchmen. I I feel like I might have seen one of those like thirty second previews before the shit type thing. Still yeah. I, it came out pretty semi recently, maybe like three months ago. Yes. I'm still. I'm like in the middle of snowfall right now. I'm seeing where this shit going. Bro, snowfall's such a good show. I'm like, where am I? I'm like right after. Uh, they're like trying to handle the whole conflict of like uh, the niggas getting stabbed up. Where they thought they dicks got cut off and shit. Yeah. Shit, that's where the, I The Hispanic kids, right? Yeah. That yeah. cut their dicks off, yeah. Yeah. That scene was kind of funny. 
<laughs> like, wait, you saying they cut their dicks off? Are you sure? <laughs> I replayed that part. That was like what it, that was one of the funniest lines on this shit. It's like, are you sure? Yes, I'm sure, baby. <laughs> Not even being true. <laughs> it's wild. Uh, nah, I don't even like that nigga. I forget his name, but um, the Jerry Curl. Nah, nah, I fuck with him. The, uh, Bro. the nigga who reported that that they cut their dicks off. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to get a. I'm trying to get a gauge on him right now. He seems like he has some good ideas. Is is it just me or does does Franklin's accent like go in and out sometimes? Okay, so if I rewatched it, because when the first time I watched it, I didn't realize he was English. Oh, but he now, I, of course, of fucking course, that nigga's English. <laughs> <laughs> but now that I know, if I watched it again, I might see what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, it feels like he just. Goes from the Oakland accent, like the Oakland accent comes. I know some people can hide their accents and shit. It's just like he's he doesn't have much of a reason to. I think his his accent goes from Oakland to LA to Southern. I feel you on that. Yeah, like yeah, that's the other thing I keep forgetting. The shit is in LA because he sounds like he's from Oakland so damn much. And he's the only nigga on the show that talks like that. That's <laughs> like that's. I think that's one of the only reasons that he's like so fucking throw it off. Like it doesn't even sound like any of the other niggas talk like they're from L.A. They just talk like normal, like they could be from Ohio. And then yep. just the nigga who like he's like it's his voice that constantly reminds us we're in California, <laughs> where in particular who the fuck knows. Cause he he like didn't even spend his teenage years with all his friends because he went to go live with the his white friend and his family in the suburbs. Yeah. So it don't even make sense that he has like the thickest South Central <laughs> accent because he hasn't even been there for the last like four or five years or whatever. For real, that yeah, that whole scene threw me off. But I'm, it's like it's it's picking up, and it, I'm like seeing some of the like. I don't know if I'm seeing depth necessarily from the characters yet, but like there's unpredictableness about their actions and shit, which yeah, you'll always take that. So that shit cool. Yeah. yeah, it's just easy to watch. Like it keeps you. You want to move to the next episode? You never. You never like. I'm not trying to continue watching the show because I don't really care what happens. Yeah, when they were first like focusing on the CIA and shit. Before, like, shit was really going down, that shit got boring. But it seems like that plot is going to become a little bit more entertaining. It will. It definitely does. Cause, yeah, I was at a point where I, I wasn't really giving a damn about what was happening with basically any of the non-black characters. Like, none of them or their plots seemed that interesting for real. Especially, yeah. I yeah, the brother, I'm I'm obviously seeing where he's coming in to play as he is returned with that woman. But like, yeah, at first I was like, who gives a fuck when they brought him back and they like played all that dramatic music and shit. I'm like, nigga, he's not an important character. (laughs) I hate when TV shows do that. One interesting piece to me is that uh, 
supposedly this is Freeway Rick Ross's story, but they like they didn't buy the rights from him. They just read his book and then made a TV show that was very similar to his book. Oh, so I, I want to see how Franklin goes down. Yeah, I need to read more into the original Rick Ross's story. I didn't know he, he was. was had a bit, well, I guess not a bit. Franklin just basically graduated from a private school right. and then didn't go to college. Like, right. Yeah. And that's how yeah. Rick Ross was. He was like, he had a, a nice childhood. He like played tennis. He was going to go to college and play tennis and stuff, but it all kind of fell through and he didn't really have any choice but to go back to the hood. And he was smart enough to create like a legitimate organization. Yeah. And, and I don't know the specifics behind it, but he was like part of some sort of gifted programs. And because of that, the CIA knew to reach out to him to move product in L.A. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that does. Yeah, that's lining up thus far. Yeah. Old ass headphones, Mark. Can you hear me? Yep. Cool. We were talking about snowfall, but we can move. We can move to NBA. We can move to music. I really just been listening to the same shit. I've been listening to so much Baby Smooth. Yeah. I I I just like got out of that. It was like I think in part because it's been so great around here on a sunny day. Something about his music just like just riding and shit. But yeah, I was listening to nothing but Baby Smooth like a few weeks ago, and now it's kind of like all over the place. You just been yeah, like damn. him and like him only. Nah, I've been I've been kind of here. I'll grab my phone and look at. I've been the new Key album is very solid. It's very summery. He's been making like. He reminds me of Keith, not in talent level, but just in the way that he doesn't really he's not scared to try something even if it doesn't sound that great at first it just grows on you yeah i feel like his mu- i feel like i almost only fuck with his music off the rip like he hasn't had much that grows on me but he for his sure last like too wait did uh his last shit is he he didn't make a sequel to the Kenny Beach shit, did he? It's only the nah, one. He didn't. So, so he it's out... this, and then whatever you're talking about is the most recent one since seven seven. Yeah. Okay. So emotional, and then uh, I love you. Say it back. Are the two, and he's singing a lot. He's still rapping too, but he's doing a lot of singing, and the beat selection is very interesting. Like, it's just summary. They're both just super summary. Yeah, I need I need to fuck with him. Because when he's on point, he's, like, very enjoyable. But, I, yeah, I don't, it's, it's something about him that I always feel like he can be a little bit better. But then you just, like, fuck it. This shit is still hard. So I'll just rock it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's seen, I think I saw, like, his fucking previews and shit. I'm trying to think of who else was out. Did you hear the uh, underdog too? Yeah, it's solid. 
I definitely understand what you're saying about that and about a uh, bad kid from the foe. Yeah. Like, he's it's it's tight that he – I felt like he would be able to do some shit like that, but I wasn't sure if he would just, like, have a album of Lucy's or whatever that he could throw out. So it was tight that he just threw that shit out. But, yeah, Underdog 2 was good. Yeah. Yeah. Sucks that it's just like yet another thing he puts out that like only the people who, for the most part, most of the people who already knew about him, like are the only people who knew about that shit. Yeah, definitely no new fans. Yeah. I'm not even like a nigga who really cares about like artists getting popping and shit, like as long as they're happy. But like, nah, that nigga is. A, he definitely wants to be bigger, and B, like, he should just be bigger. Yeah. Even with all the paradigms, and like, even if you think his music is inaccessible in all these different ways, like, he should still have a lane. Like, I feel like teenagers should fuck with him, if not. Yeah, else. I feel like Duop could easily be TikTok music or like that type of. Yeah, you know, that's that what way. I'm saying. And he's, that's the thing. And he's had, like, he's, that's another element of it all that, like, makes it kind of trash for him. Is like, he has had different songs that go viral and shit, but it's, like, really old shit. Or, like, yeah, when, did you see his like elbow 13. freestyle? Yeah, like, his elbow yeah. freestyle and shit like yeah. that. And he was, like, like, why don't... Stove. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. The SpongeBob so, shit. Yeah. the... Yeah, there's like a few elementary school like TV show sample joints that like go viral and shit. But yeah, like his new music, all of his new music, not all of it, but like he has new music that should catch on and shit. Yeah. It's surprising it doesn't. But yeah. Then again, like Maddox ain't blown up and he's white. Damn, bro. I don't I know really what's want... what. Because fucking Maddox, the project, was Incredible. the best project of that year. Was <laughs> Damn near. It, was, it like, was up there yeah. for sure. It was definitely up there. And he like he's plugged in with all those narco wave producers. Like he could get beats and make hits whenever he wants. I don't understand why his career slowed down so much. Yeah, like there's just white people dropping the ball. Like y'all yeah, have so. the power there. Like Y'all taste is faltering. That nigga should be as big as Justin Bieber. Yeah, bro. I was listening to Ya Dig like last week. I think that song is up to par with like Almighty So Me. Yeah. It's 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 just that yeah, that's the song on there for me. Yeah. It's like, damn little nigga. How are you responsible for this? Yep. Just the I fact I can be long. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so cold. Like you, you talk about all sorts of shit. I don't even necessarily agree with. And I'm just like this shit is the greatest song ever. Yep. That nigga. Yeah. Whatever is. I. I feel like. I fear he's just gonna be one of those niggas who's just like, yeah, this project was fire. This project was fire, and like, it just doesn't. Like pick up, yeah. 
but it hopefully it's that's nice not to go back point. and go back and revisit like three, four years later. Yeah, like goddamn, why didn't this shit blow up? Type shit. Yeah, hundred nah, percent. But yeah. Speaking of, I think Gunu's gonna fall into that category. That's exact. If bro, that's the thing. It feels like all my favorite rappers right now are in that space. And it didn't it didn't used to feel like that. It felt like almost every nigga I became a fan of eventually like got some level of stardom. But it feels like we're at some lull where there hasn't been like a breakout of like at least like singular talents in the ones we fuck with. I think this cause largely due to the fact that industry plantism it's so rampant nowadays. Like, that's kind of the way to get on. It's to like have somebody find you before you really been making music and kind of yeah. mold your career. Yeah. Opposed to all the guys we like, like they put out like one pretty hard project, and then we just watch them to see what comes next. And then like three or four projects later, they're our favorite rapper. Yeah. That. It's like, it's like it's that, and then it just almost feels like there hasn't been a new wave of rappers after the like post thug wave. It feels like yeah. Lil Baby and Gun, the new rappers, but that was like they started blowing up like three damn near four years ago. Yeah, damn, that's such a good point. I'm trying to think. Because that's why it feels like a young, like young nudie is young nudie's definitely gotten more popular. Like doo-wop, even on his own scale, has gotten more popular. Like all of these niggas have gotten a little more popular. But it feels like with a dearth of new niggas dominating shit, there should be more room for them to like gain more fans than they have. I don't know. See, now it was letting me record while I was out. Yeah, I'll just try it on the laptop. Yeah, that's probably that's probably the uh, the issue. The yeah. laptop is just way better. Yeah. I wonder if you think it has the limit on the laptop, too. That's a great question. I don't know. Yeah, I guess find out. I don't remember what we was talking about at the We were just talking like about the... just about rappers and the industry. I don't know. Oh um, uh, yeah, about how like none of them how there haven't been that many that have blown up. Yeah. I'm trying to think yeah. of who else. I know Cowboy is getting a lot of traction, but it's like it's been slow traction over the last two years. Yeah, because like, like I I don't think I've heard any of the dudes song or I'm I may have but not really. he's from the west coast no he's from Chicago oh yeah so damn he has some yeah he's very solid he sounds no like- you I feel like you feel like I might have listened to an EP from him yeah that's he really hasn't put much out but the stuff he has put out is like impressive yeah. And then in the same vein as him is Keed. I feel like Keed is kind of blown up a little bit too, despite rape yeah. allegations. But wait, Keed has rape allegations too? Yeah, just from, from one woman who said 
she, he like raped her at the video shoot for Oh My God or something. It was one of his videos, one of his bigger songs. She was in the video and she said his management like paid her after the fact so she would stay quiet. I did not see that. That's wild. Yeah. Hope that is not true. But yeah. God damn, bro. We, it's, it's really like you running out of rappers, goddamn. Yeah, I mean, for real. And that's really, shit, that might be the reason nobody has really blown up recently because niggas can't stay out of trouble. Yeah, it's just like, I feel like almost, I don't know, like, leave more open room, but I don't know. Yeah. Right, another one, not a rape allegation, but just somebody who hasn't blown up the way they should have is Valet. Yeah, and he was, that's the thing, like, he was with Kanye, or it, he, he still might, is, bro, like, <laughs> what are they doing with this nigga? Like, Kanye does everything under the sun, but, like, retweet that nigga's music. It's like, bruh, like, you could retweet Valet's music and, like, put several million dollars in your own pocket. Yep. Yep. I don't. Have but, you seen the, uh, the stuff he's been releasing recently? It's not that much, but he just put out a few music videos on some small YouTube channel that's, like, it's probably a Chicago videographer. Kanye? Nah, Valet. Uh, no. I don't... Uh, the, one, the one that really stuck out to me was Jay Leno. It's not on any streaming services or anything. I might have heard that one. Jay Leno. Uh, you said it was like three or four of them? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I need just a well-constructed Valet album. You think Kanye could? It's like he's got all the resources around him. You think? So like I'm, I all we can do is just wait. Like I, for any negative thoughts I have about Kanye and all that shit, at no point do I think he's like a nigga who would be incapable of like guiding Valet the right way and turning him into the star he could be. So I hope that actually happens. Shit, that's the crazy thing is I feel like he doesn't doesn't even need guidance. He just needs his music to be put out. Yeah, like if if he wants to mold Valet into like a star star, I feel like he has the power to do that. But if he just wants Valet to be popping and like continue making the type the exact type of music Valet makes and push the same exact type of aesthetic Valet pushes, then like you could do that too. He doesn't seem to be doing either. This shit weird. Yeah, I mean, his aesthetic is arguably the hardest aesthetic in rap music. Valet? Yeah. Just like fixing like, old schools and. Yeah, like middle aged, <laughs> like early 30s handyman who also wears designer and has money that's not from rap or selling drugs. Like, maybe flipping an ounce here and there. Yeah, no one knows. Right. Like, <laughs> he just has that shit. That's, like, that's the hardest aesthetic. He's, like, the youngest of cool uncles, basically. Yeah, exactly. exactly. He's, like, the leader of a generation of, like, 
the new cool uncles, basically. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the archetype for new cool uncle. Like, damn, yo, yo, uncle don't got a Chevy sitting on 24th, Bonneville, and he ain't signed to Kanye, and he don't have unlimited gas. With some Val- Valentino <laughs> slides at the club with a hoodie on. like Yeah. And then have Fendi slides that got dog poop on them. Yeah. Yeah. His That's- his that yeah, he he's one of the best at just designer imagery. Yeah. That's and that's and what I'd be here for. Yeah. yeah. i yeah, I don't even be fucking with Griselda like that, but like that that's their calling card. That's what they yeah. fucking do. Yeah, and I, I don't really listen to Conway and Benny that much, but but Gun, he's really like every he's, bit of to a me cool he's nigga. clearly like the album maker for sure. Oh, hundred percent out of all of them. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I, I wonder if there's gonna come a day where I like really, really fight with them. But like, I'm, I'm just cool with the fact that they exist, if nothing else. Yeah, especially the fact around. that they come from Buffalo. Yep. Like that's tight. That's something I've never would have considered happening. Yeah. Which is weird as shit because it's like it's it's in New York. You think they'd be close enough to like generate a a rapper on accident but I feel like there might have been some old one that they bring up when they talk about Griselda but it's mostly an anomaly for sure yeah I don't I definitely don't know any any Buffalo rappers besides them off the top of my head yeah and it's tight it's tight to me because from what I can tell they like kind of run their city in a way which is like cool as fuck that underground rappers that like just do coke raps kind of run a city yeah in 2020 yeah and i don't know the how like how valid it all is but Westside always talks about just how he he had the rolls royces and shit before he started rapping like yeah that's the i that those flexes never get out to me like, yeah this rap shit don't mean nothing <laughs> I could leave now. I'll be like, damn, <laughs> damn. Nah, that's what I fuck with about him. Like the other two, they're definitely super skilled rappers. Like, bring something different, or not different, but just a sound that hasn't been around or popular for a long time. But mm. Westside just says shit that is just like, damn, you a cool nigga. Like, he'll he'll just randomly start singing on the track stuff that doesn't rhyme. Just he'll say like. The fiend hit the pipe one time and did the Dougie. Like, <laughs> just one liners <laughs> like that is, he's live. I fuck with him. Yeah. Yeah. He for sure has, he, he has like more charisma than like any rapper I've heard in that lane in so fucking long. Yeah. Like, he, he has borderline 90s charisma it just can never be the same because like that whole environment was different and that was like the beginning of that sound but like as far as recreating that shit goes and not totally biting it or sounding completely like revivalist goes like that nigga he puts his own spin and his own little sauce on it you know what being in buffalo was probably to their advantage because buffalo is one of those cities that's kind of behind in the times true so they they probably got to hold on to that 90s feeling for longer than most people did but then they also was like going into new york city and stuff 
and catching yeah. a bit of the new wave. That is true. I feel like there's another underground rapper who's like making like has hella sway. Like in terms of his relationships in the industry? I get I might have just been thinking of Gibbs for real. Like I'm True, surprised yeah. how big Freddie Gibbs is like and it's not even like huge, huge. I think but, that I would argue it is actually really big. For real. Like I would put him in the top four or five most popular rappers right now in terms of people who know his name or something. I don't know. But he's he's definitely up there. You mean basically like in this now the people who like already knew of him are now like putting him at the forefront of conversations of shit. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Basically. Exactly. I see what yeah. It's like obviously he's not like top five most popular period or nothing but just the fact that he's like been able to seize a moment where like there's a, a section of people who consider him to be like the best rapper. Yeah, Any rapper exactly. that can accomplish that shit, like that's tight as fuck. And I Any, never thought he'd get big enough to do that. Any rapper that can convince Mad Lib to do three whole tapes with him and then immediately after do a tape with Al is yeah. doing something different. Yeah, in 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 this fucking day and age, if nothing else, like, yeah, because they're not handing them shits out. But yeah, that. Have you have you followed any of this shit with him and like academics? Nah, is that going on right now? Yeah, it's it's a it's a lot. <laughs> it's weird because like it, it's one of those things where it's like. Obviously, nobody's trying to side with academics and shit, but it's like, I don't know. It feels like Freddie should be above, bro, to a certain degree. Like, he's getting his digs in on him and shit, and everyone's laughing, but, like, I feel like there are only so many jokes about DJ academics, you can tell, and then you just move on. But DJ academics was taking that shit to heart. He was like, I want to see your income from the past two years. And I want you to compare that shit to my blog income. So that's just what he's like sitting around waiting for. It's Freddie to do that shit. Gibbs said, I'll give a bad bitch 5000 if they admit to sleeping with academics. <laughs> you looking at his TL now? I'm just looking at the little article summary. Oh, they summarize. Yeah. He's just been going back. Academics is just like, show your bank statements. And he's like, show proof you didn't suck six nines dick. All this shit. I think I forgot how it started. I think it started because like it started with the Jeezy think, shit. Yeah, then did Gibbs say he's more popping than Jeezy or something? Yeah, well he said Jeezy and that label is irrelevant. And academics yeah. said if Jeezy is irrelevant, you're more irrelevant than he is. Okay. Which yeah. I don't entirely agree with. That Jeezy is irrelevant, or I feel like Act is such a like, well, technically ass nigga because Gibbs is oh, clearly, yeah. clearly more popping than Jeezy is right now. Yeah, he's he's completely wrong. Somebody I saw somebody posted 
like Jeezy's most popular song off of his most recent project would be like the least popular song off of Alfredo, yeah, which see. is wild. Like that Gibbs could get to a point where his shit is that popping. Even like over a Jeezy that hasn't been like ultra relevant for a decade, but like that's still tight that he could be that big. Is Jeezy's biggest song not Icy with Gucci back in 2004 or whatever? Nah, I feel like he had some. Sh- I feel like we selling him short. I don't Probably him like that. It's like Soul Survivor for sure. True, that was. But Akon carried that one. Yeah, I feel like that's a common thing. Put on for sure, Kanye. Kanye carried that one. Uh, nah, the the same that album would put on on it had I think my president is black, which was a good one. Yeah, not like a super there, hit, but definitely like a underground hit. Yeah, there was some shit like TM one hundred and one is universally considered a classic and shit. There's like there's some songs on there I'm not remembering. Yeah, I but think I've yeah. just always been biased because I'm such a Gucci fan that I won't Same. give Jeezy any credit. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like I'd be giving him all the credit he needs, and it's just like, yeah, I'll just keep rocking with Gucci, bro. Yeah. Like, but yeah, nah, Gibbs is definitely more relevant than him. Yeah. And like- yeah. It just it it all sucks that like academics has a platform. That's what this all boils yeah, down yeah. to. I get it, it sucks like, that a nigga of Freddie Gibbs caliber has to like talk or that any of these niggas like entertain him in any sort of way. Like that shit is what. Yeah, and I, and at the same time, like fuck act, but I see the 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 wit or like. I, I, I'm trying to find a word that's not genius, but like I see the genius in how he created his platform and built it up. Oh, yeah. He saw, he was like, I'm going to fucking capitalize on all of these people who fuck with rap music and fuck, not rap music, but like specifically trap music and like SoundCloud music, but yeah. like don't actually fuck with black people like that. Like yeah. they don't fuck with culture like that. So they can like, riot with me when I wild shit about these people. It's it's weird that there hasn't been like a a better interviewer of some kind who is like is taking the role. But I don't I mean like that's from our point of view. These niggas really do not be like caring. It's like which one of these niggas has the platform. Which yeah. I understand. It sucks that it's him. But still but, I mean, it matters, though. Like, even though it's just a numbers game, if somebody, if one cool nigga decided that he wanted to do the interview with somebody that was actually cool and didn't just have the biggest platform, I think that's... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, like, not, not like... I guess there's, like, uh, the Elliot... Is his name Elliot Wilson? There's, like, uh, one dude for, Elliot... Like, I forget his last name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I feel like Apple has a couple dudes who do good interviews, but I feel like rappers don't even always use them for interviews. Elliot and B-Dot. Yeah, that might be the other person. Yeah, that's who they are, but I just forget Elliot's last name. Then there's like 
some bald nigga, I think, with a goatee, a bald white man. Oh, Zane Lowe. Yeah, that's exact. That's amazing. You put that one up. That could have been anybody. But yeah, he be doing decent interviews from what I can tell. But yeah, shit, just everybody fuck with him and not academics. Cool. It was like asking questions about bad babies' titties and shit. Yeah, bro, oh, he wasn't asking questions. He was like, he's, he said, Bad baby has like nice titties for a 15 year old and shit. This is like, I think it just says too much wild shit. In too much wild shit. And it's like, it's all on social media. Like, he never really is out there talking to people in real life. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, that fucking, uh, whatchamacallit, whatever show is on Complex. I'm, I'm surprised nobody has, like, smacked him yet. That's the thing. I know he came close a couple times. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know if... I'm trying to think. I don't know if... Gibbs was on the show once, I think. I, I low-key feel like I remembered that, but I feel like there was someone who really got contentious with him, but it didn't go It was off. Vic Mensa. It was Vic Mensa. But I, th- I thought there was someone else besides that that, like, came here. I think, Maybe it I was think Vic it was Mensa Vic. and only him. I think it was Vic who came on the show and said, I want to slap the shit out of you right now, but we're going to have a conversation or something like that. Yeah. But I, I, feel, I feel you on there might be another one. Oh, it, it, it might have just been fucking... <laughs> Soldier boy just like calling him a bitch ass nigga in passing. That might have just been it. Yeah. They weren't even having That's like a bad conversation. <laughs> it was like Yeah, that was probably it. Yeah. yeah. Less less say yeah, nah, fuck act. <laughs> have you been paying attention to this uh Sada Baby TSN? And like apparently Pac-Man also moves to to Dallas or Houston. And like, there's just a whole movement happening down there right now. TSM. I haven't heard of TSM. That's, a, that's Sauce Walker's label. Oh, I I did hear about him signing with him. I just don't. I don't know when to take that shit. Is it like a real thing now? Well, I, apparently he's not officially signed. It's just like he's been spending a lot of time in Texas. And a lot of other Michigan niggas. It's basically it's just like a whole lot of Michigan, Dallas, Houston collabs going on right now. And I'm pretty excited That's, to hear the music that comes out of it. Yeah, that is tight. I need to listen. I miss I need to listen to um more solo sauce walker shit. Have you gotten into his yeah, shit is solid? Is this like whole this guy I'm, worth going through? I don't think so. I before him, I'd recommend. I know you listen to Peso Peso a little bit. Yeah, but Peso has a couple crazy projects. Rizzo is pretty solid. Uh, those are really the only two I listen to from his camp. Okay, damn. Oh wait, is uh, Peso's with TSM too? Peso Peso. Yep. Okay. Damn, him and Sada Baby would be interesting. Right, that's the one I'm really waiting on. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, I'm, I'm Detroit. Basic. That's that's what rap music is like. That's basically 
been all the new niggas I know of is just Nick, whoever blows up in Detroit. That's how I be viewing rap is just who's the most popping in Detroit in the DMV in Texas. That's yeah. all I'd be giving a yeah. fuck about. I don't even care about yeah, the national I feel national like the DMV kind of – I feel like the DMV slowed down a lot. Yeah. I'm trying to – was there, like, somebody who was supposed to pop? But I, guess it, I guess, like, Zan hasn't gotten as popular off of some of this shit he was doing, like, around a year ago as I yeah, expected. And I remember there was a point – there was a point where Manny looked like he might be bigger than Zan. Yeah, like did you, did you hear his uh, project? I think it came out maybe a few weeks ago. I think yeah, I listened to it once, just one time. Yeah, like it was it was pretty good. I don't know how much attention is getting, but yeah, he seems like a nigga who could be pretty mainstream, but you don't know if it'll end up that way. Yeah. And then Goon is still doing what he's doing. I haven't heard from Lil Dude in ages. And I, at first, I, I kind of gravitated to Lil Dude more than Goon. Mm-hmm. But since then, Goonu is way, way better. Yeah, he might be the GOAT. <laughs> just like yeah. right now. Uh, I just don't know how he'd be snapping so consistently. Like, just him and it's really just like him splurge. I feel like there's someone else. They just like go crazy every fucking song. Yeah. Yeah. And Splurge is from Texas, but still. Yeah. It's really just those three areas running shit. Yeah. I haven't. Have you listened? Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I haven't like gave a fuck much about like an East or West Coast rapper in a long time. Yeah. LA does have a lot of a lot of good up and coming stuff, but it all kind of sounds the same. That's the only problem with LA. I can't even think. Like, who is up and coming in LA right now? Like, uh, like Rucci is coming up in LA. Wait, L Draco and L U C C I. No, no, Rucci, R O O C I or R U C C I or something like that. Okay, I don't think I've even. And then Draco and all them, but they all got locked up. Yeah, so. that's the thing. All the niggas who would be popping or should be popping from there is clean. Or like up. Frosty the Snowman. Frosty is kind of hard. He just got out. I haven't heard. Is he with? Is he like um either Draco or Greedo's camp? I don't think. I think they're friends, like associates. Close enough. So yeah, I fucking. Or it's either that or they were beefing. Oh. But but Frosty might have been beefing with RJ, which is who Draco was beefing. I don't know, bro. The LA shit is so weird. <laughs> yeah, this is wild how all them niggas are just like locked up at the same time. Yeah. What was you, you was gonna say something before? Oh yeah, I was talking about Michigan. Have you listened to AK Bandamon? Bandamon. Mon. Is the end of his name? M O N T Bandamont. Oh nah. A K Bandamont. Nah. Found it. Yeah. Whatever. However you say it. He's kind of hard. He is 
I'm trying to think of what to compare him to. He's from, you said Detroit, like he right? Yeah, he's from Detroit. He definitely has that Detroit sound, but it's a little bit more like New York drill feeling too. Mm-hmm. Not New York drill, but like 6-9 energy, like early 6-9 energy. I don't know. But yeah, in a better way, like as a better rapper. Way better way. <laughs> yeah. Way better. Yeah, yeah. Like he's he's not uh, he's not yelling on tracks, but he just comes with a ton of energy on every track. Yeah, it, it's just like something in the water in that bitch. I can't remember. I I feel like just whenever I get recommended a Detroit rapper, it's hard as fuck automatically. Like at this point, I'd take recommendations from strangers. They say that nigga from Detroit. I'll be like, sure. What else is happening in the world? Did we? Oh, we didn't. Did we talk at all about the NBA? Nah, bro. I don't even Shit, know what to say about it. Yeah, we talked. So that could be like a whole different episode. Bro. But because yeah. that shit, <laughs> like, chances are that shit is going to change monumentally in the next yeah. shit. Who knows? It just feels like Everybody's every fu- sick, yeah, like every fucking day a new team pops up saying like half their squad is infected. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I'm, I got to call it a day here soon, but sure. I'm going to do like a dedicated NBA episode. Yeah. That's one thing I, th- I thought about with the run as like seeing, just knowing that celebrities – and rich people in general have like faster access to getting tested and all that shit. And then just seeing how many of them are contracting it, like that shit has been very wild to me. Cause that's like the only no, real knowledge we have of like people really getting checked up when they should. And supposedly the they're gonna test the players every day. Yeah. When the season starts. That's 400 tests a day. Well, I guess it's not full 400 because not every team is there. Mm-hmm. But still, 200, 240 tests a day. Yeah. And then for three months. Yeah. And it's like a similar protocol for like all of the guests and shit. Like when they first come in, they got to quarantine for like 14 days or some shit before they can even come into contact with the players. And then they still got to get tested yeah. like every other day. Like none of that, sh- none of that shit is worth it, dog. Like I get they, yeah, is- they gotta maintain their leverage in the labor negotiations and shit. Like this is gonna fall apart. And I feel like they, the thing that could end up being fucked up is like if you see a LeBron or somebody like get full force about wanting to keep the season alive, like while. Wow. Niggas are actually being harmed, and then now they're a villain. You just don't want to be that last nigga who holds on. Like, even if you have good intentions and you don't think the league should continue if people are being sick, if you're, like, the last nigga to say something or you're the last nigga to hold out, like, that could be a bad look. This all flips around. Yeah. And that's, that's the craziest part is it changes every day. So we really don't know what it's going to look like in Cause when are they supposed to start? The end of the month, the 29th or something? Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be. Oh, 
You mean the end of June or July? Well, aren't they aren't they traveling? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean July. Like, yeah. I think they're traveling there now, but then the season doesn't officially start till the 29th of July. Yeah, it's like I think I either remember it being that or like the 31st. One yeah, of those. Something like that. But yeah, like whatever that date is, it just does not seem plausible. And it'd be real whack if these niggas just because already it's falling apart and if they get into that bubble and they just all like the whole NBA and affects each other that shit would be very wild yeah yeah bro and at this point we'll see, like that happening is like the likely outcome I think so I don't know why they're trying to finish the season I mean I get why but I don't think it's going to have that the desired outcome because whoever wins the championship is going to be like, it's not going to be a real championship. Exactly. Like all, all it takes, all it takes is like one somewhat relevant player, like having game or like niggas miss too many practices or whatever. Like it just throws the whole shit out of whack. Or like, the Rockets upset the Clippers in the Eastern Conference Finals, and Clippers fans are mad because there was no home court. Or, like, Houston is closer to Florida, so it was, like, a Rockets home court. Yeah. Shit like that. Have they, they – did they decide on the crowd method yet? Is it just going to be – I don't odd? think they're going to be crowds. Okay. Yeah. I think it's going to be family, family and staff. Yeah. Oh, and other players. Other players are allowed to go to the games. Shit. I didn't think about the families. I did not consider that's going to be interesting. If that like, yeah, it's, all, it's all weird. Yeah. Shit, yeah. That's like talk to Rona racism. Like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> For a long ass time. I'm going to have to chop that shit down. Save it, bitch, if you ain't got my payments, bitch, too weak Yeah, you dig me, promotion for this peppin', Mr. A.O. Baby, yeah. You gon' choose me, baby, it is Or you could lose me, baby, it is I need blue strips, baby, it is You so clueless, baby, it is I'm just coolin', baby, it is I'm finna lose it, baby, it is 
You so useless, baby. It is. If you ain't got my blue streak, baby. I'm the future. Some super. Fucking act like I never knew ya. I'll be popping it. I need a lot of strips. Look at you, girl. Ain't no competition, little baby. You so amazing. Catching all these thousand dollar dates and shit. You ain't playing. Little girl, I ain't staying. If you ain't got the feet, bitch, ain't no explaining. It is. Stop popping it and pop them lips for them strips, little bitch. Stop popping it. Lil' baby and pop that P for a fee, ain't nothing free, no wee Stop playing, you don't get a shovel and dig it, that's all I'm saying Oh wee, stop playing, you don't get a shovel and dig it, that's all I'm saying You did, you gon' choose me, baby, you did Or you could lose me, baby, you did I need blue strips, baby, you did You so clueless, baby, you did I'm just coolin', baby, you did I'm finna lose it, baby you so useless, baby, it is If you ain't got my blue strips, baby